Get ready for insight on all things fashion trends, beauty, and Instagram. It's time to pass the Prosecco as I provide you with genuine, honest feedback on the fashion life. As an Instagram blogger, it's not easy living in this space, but fashion babes are hustling. I'm your host, Brandy Kimberly. Hello, my beautiful friends. Brandy Kimberly here. Some of you guys might know me from Instagram at Brandy underscore Kimberly and my blog, www.qbrandyk.com. And I am the host of Pass the Prosecco, where it is just like a girl talk type of audio blog. And I share fashion, lifestyle, and beauty content with you guys. Okay, so my husband says that I am the most resilient person that he personally knows. And, um, I mean, I get why he says that. I have gone through so much in my career. And when you think of someone resilient, you normally think of someone who's like a rock. Someone who doesn't break under pressure. Someone who doesn't miss a beat and they keep, I mean, keep going is definitely resilient. But they, they just don't miss a beat and someone who doesn't break down and cry. That kind of image and idea of resiliency isn't 100% true because sometimes people need to have their moment, their moment of weakness, that moment when you come home and you just open up a bottle of wine and you cry. <laughs> now, after all of that gets out, all the feelings and everything is said and done, what you do after that is what makes you resilient. Getting back up, dusting yourself off, and taking charge of your own destiny again. Rerouting yourself, using critical thinking to help make your situation better, finding another route to your success. That's resiliency, guys. And I love it, and I'm here for it. And there's a lot of things that I've had to overcome in life. But I'll leave that for a huge topic on another day. So let's get into the highlights and the lowlights. So I'll start with the bad, the weather. It is so cold outside right now, and it started last week. I needed to take pictures for my blog. Unfortunately, most of my stuff is being done indoors, and I already have really bad lighting at in my current house, so natural lighting is not on my side, and you know, with the overcast, it just makes it worse. I filmed some of my 100 days of spring outfits, and it was with yellow lighting, unfortunately, but you know... What can you do? I mean, I guess I can invest in expensive lighting to help the situation in the future, but I don't have that right now. So I am just moving on with what I got. Now for the good, last week I got to go out to the range and shoot an M249. So that's a machine gun and it is sexy and fun. So I had fun doing that and I, yeah. Anyway... Fun fact. Now I'm going to make this very chick flick type of fun fact. 
Um, okay, so Bridgerton, everyone's favorite right now, Netflix. Um, they had 7,500 costume pieces for the whole cast. Imagine the hard work, the beauty. I mean, those costumes were just so amazing. And alone, Daphne had 104 costume changes in eight episodes. I don't know if you guys have made it through all eight episodes yet. If you haven't, you're behind because I think I watched that in two days. Their dresses are from the 1813 Regency era in England. And the high waist line um, and the cat sleeves will probably make a huge comeback into fashion sooner than later. So by fall, you might see dresses in that type of style. And I say this because I remember when Titanic came out, and I feel so old, but I was 16, I was 16 years old when Titanic appeared in movie theaters. And the gowns that Rose would wear that Victorian style that has like the black lace, beaded lace over like a deep red dress that she wore or even like deep blue, that style, you would find that in stores and retail with, um, it's either, you could find it like in a dress or you could find them in tops. It was just a very fashionable thing for a little bit. But I will be watching very closely on this trend as I'm always watching closely on the trends that are trending all over Instagram. And speaking of which, watching closely on Instagram. Okay, so I normally don't do this. I am not a gossip columnist type of podcast. Um, I don't want to make it a habit. Like I'm here for positive vibes and to just give you guys a little insight into the fashion world. But something really bad happened, and I saw it on Instagram over the weekend, and I want to address it. And if you girls like and listen to the same things I do when it comes to podcasts, you would have noticed on Swiping Up social media, they had posted something bad, like a fallout between the three girls. And I have been looking very closely at this as I'm sure many girls are doing the same thing. So Swiping Up, it's a podcast that I love listening to. If you haven't heard it, you definitely need to listen to them. Um, I was a little inspired by them to start one of my own. Um, it was just something that I've thought about doing for a few years when I realized that audio was also an, a good way to go. It's just that... I never really had an interesting topic to introduce, though I really wanted to introduce something different into a fashion style type of podcast by talking about relationships and dating. And I saw that my friend pairing with her would be the perfect way to bring something new and interesting and something that would captivate the audience. Besides, she also has like a really bubbly, happy 
magnetic type of personality. I think people would love listening to her. Um, but so since things didn't pan out the way I envisioned, now it's not like, you know, I broke up with my friend or anything. It was just like, it didn't work out for us to do this together. Um, I am just sticking with this audio blog instead, and I'm okay with that. It's something that I want to do, and I'm just, I'm seeing where it goes. But enough about me. So just like I stated, swiping up was one of my many inspirations to start my own. I love listening to these girls, their girl talk, their opinion on other bloggers. They're kind of like that gossip columnist. Well, they're like the Us Weekly of the Insta Famous. And they will say the things that we are all thinking. Like when they call out Laura Beverlin and so on and I was looking at her Instagram earlier this morning. You guys check it out. That's all I'm going to say. So some people may not like swiping up's content because it's kind of too gossipy. I don't know. Like maybe they might think it's mean or mean-spirited or bullying or whatever. Um, so yeah, some people are a little turned off by it and I got it. I think they're courageous though. Like I can never sit there and constantly bash on bloggers, but let me, let me draw back a little bit. Um, they don't only bash, they also talk good about the things that they see and of other bloggers. So they don't only do that. Um, let me make that clear. And that's why I say they're courageous because, you know, they could probably honestly handle the backlash that comes to that comes with a gossip type of podcast. So these girls are doing something innovative. It's something that's not really being done. And I love them for that. I am going to say it, though. Esther was my favorite. I love her personality. She's just so bubbly and fun, and I love listening to her and her ideas of everything that's going on in the Instagram world. Not to discredit the other girls, because as a team, they are great. I mean, you have your favorites in life. And in this podcast, Esther was just my favorite. And um, I love what she brought to the table. So it puzzled me to see that they were no longer going to keep her on the Swiping Up podcast. Um, I think all of their fans are puzzled. Um, There's a lot of comments on the stuff that they posted to announce the, I don't know, breakup. Um, But it all came without a warning. It all came without like a announcement on their last podcast that they posted and I mean really came out of left field like nobody saw this coming at all and I don't know it just kind of looks like Esther got fired it kind of makes you wonder was there like some kind of fight or fallout and um and I actually for a moment wondered if Esther was okay Okay, so I saw this post on Friday, and this is what alerted me. It says, As with any young business, there are growing pains 
and change is inevitable. Swiping up is no exception and will and will moving into the future as a duo. Spencer so basic and Winnie being basic are looking forward to what the future holds and excited to keep embracing the basic with y'all. Stay tuned. Immediate reaction. What? Okay, so that was in their stories. And then later on in the day, they threw a post up on their feed and it says, Hey guys, swiping up began as three friends with the gift of gab and a love-hate relationship with influencer culture. We want to thank Esther for her contributions to the show over the last year and a half. She brought good puns and laughter and her and her snark will be missed by many so true we'd also like to thank our producer nick as there wouldn't be a show without his expertise and support the greatest thanks of all goes out to our listeners and patreon subscribers our weekly show will be paused temporarily as we refresh and reset but We are truly passionate about the show and can't wait to start season two of Swiping Up. Then I thought to myself, season two, wait a minute. Is this a hoax? Like, are they pulling our leg? Are they, um, I mean, apparently, okay, so there's going to be a season two and apparently it's going to have Wendy and Spencer, but I mean, are they just like trying to grab attention for it and say that Esther is not going to be around for it? Or is this a real thing? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, it sounds very professionally written, and maybe they're not joking. But, I mean, for a second, I did think, like, wait a minute. Is this just, like, some kind of way to grab our attention for season two? But, I mean, I'm not saying that I know what happened because I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. But it's perception, I guess. And that's all you have is perception. Um So I've read so many opinions on this fiasco. And again, I'm just, I'm not trying to be like a gossip queen here. It's just part of my podcast today. So I'm just going to tie it up with a bow. So there are a group of females who are gung-ho about swiping up. And they will continue to support swiping up without Esther so extra. Some are calling them out on the drama though. And I saw a piece done on the situation stating that their line of business is no longer authentic because they are supposed to be anti-influencer. That was the reason why so many people have followed them in the first place because that was their their niche. And now they're only interested in becoming an influencer themselves. I'm merely stating what I saw. I think... They are all great girls, and I'm hoping the best for them in their new adventures. And whatever they decide to do from here on out, I hope they're successful in it. The influencing world is very difficult. I can attest to that, having done this whole blogging thing for almost seven years now. It's very tough. Things are always changing. You got to stay current in it, and it's hard to make yourself relevant in this space. 
Besides, I just can't imagine a show without Esther in it because, you know, she was kind of like the brains behind it all. You know, she started out with like those collages, making fun of other bloggers, how we are just like basically the same. We're all wearing the same shit, doing the same poses, posing by the same things. You know, that's blogger culture. It's what we do. We're basic. But I wish them the best for season two. And not everything can stay the same. As they stated, we got to accept change. Speaking of accepting change, I'm going to talk about the Generation Z versus Millennial Wars that are going on right now. So TikTok. I don't own a TikTok. I don't want to own a TikTok. Honestly, I refuse to get one. And I'm holding on to that. I know I'm missing a lot because I don't have a TikTok. And I'm certain that I'm also missing all of the rabbit holes that you can fall into while having TikTok on your phone. But according to all of my fashionista friends, everyone is posting a rebuttal to what Gen Z is saying. And basically what I'm seeing are like memes or TikTok, well, not TikToks, uh, what do you call them? Reels or some form of rebuttal, whether it's a post or on the stories. Anyway, they're saying that Gen Z is coming out saying that skinny jeans are out. Middle parts are the thing. The rebuttals are like, um, I will keep my skinny jeans, thank you. I love my side part, and I'm going to use the shit out of the crying, laughing emoji. So in an article that I read called No Skinny Jeans, Gen Z launched TikTok attack on millennial fashion, and this is by The Guardian. Um, They said, since January, there has been 274,000 videos tagged, hashtagged, no skinny jeans on TikTok and 8.3 million views of millennial versus Gen Z videos. So you've been told that your skinny jeans are over. Okay, so people are offended because they love their skinny jeans. I cannot imagine life without skinny jeans either. And side part, or not side parts, um, middle parts... Don't look good on everybody. I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean, if you look like you're, if you think you're rocking that middle part, you might want to get a second opinion because you might not be rocking it. Um, I mean, I'm, some people do look good in a middle part. Don't get me wrong, but not everybody does. And I can definitely attest to the fact that I don't look good with a middle part at all. So I will keep my side part. Thank you very much. And the laugh cry emoji. Now, I didn't know that emojis can go out of style. But, you know, I am old. (laughs) Um, My son is actually a Gen Z. He is 19 years old. I don't know what emoji is cool anymore. I should probably ask him. Baggy jeans now, I have to say, has been a fashion it's been named one of the fashion items that is going to come up 
as a huge trend this year, and I've stated it in a couple of my podcasts, in a, in a couple of my previous podcasts, but um, I don't know. Like, I'm still stuck on this emoji thing. I mean, what is a cool emoji now? Like, the one with the mask because of COVID? I mean, is that the one that's cool now? I don't know. But all the styles that I am seeing with the baggy jeans, the hair part in the middle with the clips to the side and crop tops, like all of that stuff was cool when I was in middle school into high school. So it's not new. It was, it's totally mid nineties to late nineties fashion coming back into style and, you know, like the mom jeans, I mean, that was when I was a kid. Um, but, you know, kids are going to be kids. So that was the last major topic that I have slotted for today. Um, it's going to be a very short episode. and um, But I do want to talk about the weather, Okay, so you guys won't hear this episode for another week, but today is Valentine's Day, and it's going to snow later on today, according to my weather app here, and get down to 9 degrees. And tomorrow, which is the day off for us, um, high of 25, low of 7, it's... It's just going to be a miserable time. It's going to be a miserable week. I still see like the teens on Wednesday and Thursday as lows. And I don't know. I am ready for spring. And earlier in the month, Groundhog Day, it was said that Phil had predicted another six weeks of winter. So unfortunately, this is becoming the truth here. Okay, so I'm going to share a little inspo with you guys for this podcast as I always do at the end of it. And today I'm going to share a small business. So Wonderless Bee is a small business that I've followed for a very long time now. I think 2017 was the first time I stumbled upon her and I I learned of her small business through my Instagram friend, Lindsay, she's also another fashionista. So Wonderless Bee has um, been making these really cute cozies for years. She has a little Etsy account and I'm a huge fan of her business because I love coffee and her cozies just, they make, I mean, even though coffee is great on its own, it just adds a little more cuteness to coffee, to my coffee drinking time. Um, so I fell in love with her fall cozies initially, and, um, they're my absolute favorite. I must, I think I have like over 20 different cozies that she's made. And I have a few Harry Potter ones that I love, and I, I love taking those with me to Universal. And, um, I one time asked her to make me a like a customized one that has a cardinal for my school when I had graduated. So 
I really love her business and I support her so much. And I just want to share her. If you guys know nothing about Fran and her business, Wonderless Bee. So um, I was scrolling through her Instagram and I see that she has new ones up right now for Easter and a really cute Yoda one. I saw one of Groot. Groot is my favorite. And I saw that she had like a Target dog. And ones that she's promoting right now are the Fabric Cozies. Those are really cute too. And the most recent one that I bought that I absolutely love, and it's great for work. And I think it would have been great for my last duty station because, oh my God, I was going through hell over there back and forth. But anyway, um, the cozy says, I'm fine, or it's fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. And it was a description of my day-to-day life over there at Fort Bragg. So um, I I just, it's motivation for me. But anyway, um, if you guys love coffee and you want a little motivation for your to-go cups, Definitely check out her handmade cozies and her Etsy, and I will leave her link on this podcast. And if you need um, more information, just send me a DM as well. And I have an eye out for the one that she has right now that has a camper in it. It is so cute and be cute for summer. Be on the lookout for my 100-day spring outfit challenge. I did talk about that in my last podcast, but I'm about to drop you guys my first seven outfits. And after this podcast goes live, you'll see another seven. And I'm doing this like in the reel or IGTV, whichever one is more convenient. And it's it's going to be fun. Um, and, you know, I'm not a type of blogger that's unattainable or anything like that. Like I'm very down to earth, relatable. And that's the kind of content that I stick to because that's just, I like to stay genuine. That's who I am. Um, I can't afford, you know, clothes galore. Like I have a budget and I save up money for anything designer that I have. I mean, I save money for that stuff. It's an investment and my Louis Vuitton bag, not the big one, not the Neverfull one, but my small one, is previously loved. It's used. It's definitely broken in, but I still love the thing to death because I spent my hard-earned money on it. So some takeaways for today. Um, just keep in mind, sometimes a girl needs to break down and they need to have their moment. They need to recharge before they go out there and charge at life again. And it's okay. It's okay to break sometimes as long as you follow up with some action that's going to benefit you later. Um, not everything stays the same when it comes to social media and businesses. It's always evolving. I know that. You know that. If you're a fashion influencer, you definitely know that. And, um, you know, I can only hope that my podcast evolves into something good, but who knows? And if you haven't heard the Swiping Up podcast for yourself, 
definitely check them out. They are my favorites. I highly recommend them. And for me, like many of my millennial friends, I can deal with change in baggy jeans. I can deal with that. Um, I would probably hang on to my skinny jeans for certain outfits, but you know, whatever. Um, but I think I'm going to keep my side part for sure. And definitely check out Franz Cozy's over at Wonderless Bee on Instagram. Support her small business. She is so friendly. She's so nice. And she's a flight attendant. And she works hard making these really cute cozies that are just relatable and fun for your coffee time. So... That is all I have for you guys this week, and I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you guys again soon. Love ya.